Hey listener, thanks for being here. I'm Ludo. And I'm Marge. And this is Speak It Out, a podcast by Shrink It Out. Here, we tell your stories and share our thoughts and encourage debate on psychological and social well-being. Hey everyone and welcome back to our podcast, Speak It Out. I'm Ludo. Marge is here with us today as well. Hello. And we wanted to do a little Within Shrink It Out podcast, so we have invited Tazina with us. Hi, Tazina. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. I'm a contributing writer at the Shrink It Out team, and it's my first podcast. I'm very excited. <laughs> We're glad to have you here. We're excited. So today's podcast, we thought of talking about challenges and learnings uh, in our 20s. So new experiences, new emotions, new things that life throws at us and that we have to learn to manage big learnings that we wanted to share uh, with the rest of the world. Yeah, more specifically about our early 20s, because all of us are like, uh, yeah, in the beginning of our 20s. So I don't think we can speak a lot for um, you get to your 30s or anything. But yeah, just our personal experiences of things that uh, have been more challenging uh, or not during this phase of life. Um, So kind of like entering early uh, adulthood. So where should we start? (laughs) Sounds like we've lived for like centuries or something (laughs) and that we're old and wise women. Um, Tizina, do you want to share maybe what one of your biggest challenges has been entering your 20s? Yes, um, I think that probably the biggest one, and I'm sure this is shared by many, is the speed at which your life um, seems to move or the speed at which you're learning new things about yourself and the world around you in your 20s. Of course, like you've been doing that for your whole childhood, um, but this is kind of like a, a, it's a new phase of learning. Um, It's almost like you're reteaching yourself some things because you're being offered a different perspective Um, At least in my case, I'm living on my own. I'm not living in the same country as my parents or my family. And so um, that even just as a physical example offers a new perspective on things. But also, you know, you, you have a kind of desire within yourself to begin your independent adult life. Mm -hmm. And that comes with you know, the challenge of figuring out what that even means. (laughs) And I am not there yet. I don't know what I mean. (laughs) I'm discovering. But yeah, that's kind of part of the challenge is is that it's so overwhelming and stimulating in terms of like the experiences you have and the lessons you're learning. And I'm someone who loves to like hold on to new lessons and experiences and and I want to process them and analyze them but um, there's so much at once that in the end that kind of happens at a very staggered pace because everything loads up at once Mm -hmm. so yeah I would say that's definitely a big one for me yeah (laughs) I definitely agree like time is so weird and I feel like it's kind of this like limbo between 
I wouldn't say childhood, but still feeling like in the world of like, mm-hmm. you know, being really young and then being thrown into the world of adulthood. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, at, at least for me, I swear it was like, it was it was a day-to-day thing. It was like, oh, today I'm so like young. And then mm-hmm. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh, actually, like <laughs> I have duties now. I have responsibilities. And I think that adds up to the concept of, time yeah because not only in in terms of like time management like you actually have to like start fitting everything and like how are you gonna just from small things like planning your day and planning your week etc etc well before I feel like everything was a bit more like fluid and mixed but was supported like you had a support you know uh, the structure that was around you was not entirely dependent on you for maintaining it and now that that kind of reverses like now the structure you have around you not entirely because you're not in your work life yet so I mean you still do have like a minimum amount of like social interactions that you don't necessarily have to like go out of your way to to make just from being in university at least Mm -hmm. for for my case um but yeah like the 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 structure and the routine that previously was provided to you by your family or your your um, support system, whoever that might have been when you were growing up, it's not really there anymore. Yeah, I think this is a something that is super also uh, related to being a student because um, you go from like and especially maybe being a student um outside like not living in your yeah, um at your parents anymore yeah. um because I did re- like yeah during uni the structure you have is yeah is way less and it's you're like also academic success your ability to like create connections with people and um how like satisfied you feel also with yourself on the daily really really depends on what you do and like um there's a lot of like yeah the lack of structure structure in a way like mm-hmm. I think really challenges your your inner motivation and like discipline and um like yeah it, it makes you yeah you feel lost but also like it it, it may like it forces you kind of to get mm-hmm. out of your, yeah. like structure to to mm-hmm. your life of some yeah. sort yeah, and I feel like this changes drastically then when you get when you start working because, in that sense, it's like, then you have like I, I started working just in the last year and it's, um, like I don't think of that anymore because mm-hmm. I have a structure and that is not dictated by myself and in a way I really like it. I think a lot of people work especially at the beginning when they're like not super drained by it and stuff mm-hmm. um, is a really big like anchor to yeah. to the world because it's like something that you do and that gives you hopefully sort some sort of purpose yeah. feeling of purpose and, and drive and and structure and in a way I think for that reason sometimes it's easier to be a, a person working at, mm-hmm. at the beginning of their career if they're satisfied of their career obviously uh compared to a student yeah um, true yeah. but do you ever miss that time yeah. that you experienced as a student where maybe things were looser and like not as yeah. solidified 
Yeah, I'm, I think like the main thing that I miss about university is the um, the constant exposure to people. Like yeah. when you work, especially in a, and if you move to a new city to work, like it's really hard to meet people. I, I, I was lucky that I had some people I knew already and that I like my co-workers at my job. But if that wouldn't have been the case, I think yeah. I would have felt super lonely and super lost because mm. it's, it's really hard I think especially in, in big cities so that I definitely miss and like the idea of learning something like theoretical you know that is like enriching you as a person uh, on various aspects of yourself and not solely in a like very practical manner mm-hmm. but I must say I don't miss the loose structure that much but that's mm-hmm. who I am as a person like I I'm also doing a very flexible job. Like I don't have to go to the office every day. I can work flexible working hours. It's like a startup. So it's very dynamic and I like it. So I think that's a big part of it. But I yeah, I don't miss like the, like, fuck, I have procrastinated for two months. Everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't think anyone knows that. No, <laughs> I'm so looking forward to not having to like study anymore. I'll have like assignments so, like, well, see yeah. that I feel old for that now like that's yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel like no uh, but I think another thing with time is like you're entering adulthood and then suddenly you realize that maybe all of those things that you said that you would have done or that you wanted to do and you wanted to experience and like when you're a teenager teenagehood feels freaking eternal like it it feels like it's never gonna end it's an era and it's such a long tunnel that you think you're never gonna get out of it so then you're like okay I have all the time in the world to do all these things like yeah I'm gonna like let myself experience these things in like a couple of years whatever and then you don't realize that a couple of years everything changes because Mm -hmm. you're then suddenly thrown into adulthood whether you leave home or not and then you're like oh I, I don't have those times anymore and I can't like you can't do those things anymore but the the feeling of time suddenly now is so much more like present it's like okay all of that is in the past and all of that is past and there's so many things that wait for me in the future that I really don't know how to put it into words but I don't know if you could understand this this sense of like the the time I have is actually only now like it's only ever today in this minute and like mm. I I see it but and I think that's like connected to what I was thinking of a personal challenge because I think this pressure that you feel in your 20s is such an illusion like because when we'll be like 35 we're gonna be like what the fuck why was I thinking or like even 30 even still young like when I was like you're like 50 with kids if you want to have kids or like with like yeah then you'll be like I was so like I feel like we I play a part you know like of of like this grown up grown up person in a grown up world but then you're like fucking 23 and you like so true your whole life uh, ahead and you if you want to take time off to do whatever you want and like you can do that but you don't have the perception that you can at least I don't I I feel like I'm yeah on a a ticking clock in a way but Mm -hmm. you're not realistically not you know yeah that's so true um I wanted to comment on again uh the the challenge of time because um 
Another thing that like I hear very frequently and I'm sure everyone does, um, but especially right now because I'm on my Erasmus is you're in your 20s, like you have to go crazy, like you're only going to be this age once in your life. And I get it. But also, um, I was talking to Ludo about this earlier, that just, you know, that's like currently not the phase that I'm in. I feel like right now I'm I'm exploring like a, a calmer side to myself and like exploring what it means to spend time with myself. And so sometimes I'm a little concerned about this like narrative that is given to us that when we are at this age, um, in this in this decade of our lives, like we are supposed to be, how to say, godersi la vita, like all the time. Yeah. Um, and and um, just like really squeezing every drop out of um, out of life in a way that, like, I agree with that philosophy, but I think that the way that it's presented to us is like. You have to do crazy things or you have to constantly be on the go or like constantly experience new things. Um, it's kind of like a adrenaline, adrenaline yeah, approach. Exactly. Yeah, and I think it also triggers a feeling of constant FOMO for like yeah, life totally. that you don't have and that you don't want necessarily because maybe you're exactly not in that phase yeah. of life. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then like the thing that, you know, I just feel coming for um, for, for myself if I wouldn't have like let myself feel how I'm feeling in this phase of my life, which is much more like tranquil and relaxed and I don't know, philosophical about life. I low-key feel like it. there's an 80-year-old living inside of me. <laughs> um, but I have to say though that's one of the benefits of being in your 20s. It's it's part partially so undefined compared to other ages that it's like you can still feel like a kid. You can feel very old sometimes. You can yeah. like you can really pick kind of depending on the day because no one really like knows what it even means to be in your 20s and um people are still figuring out their lives. So that's the nice part. But then on the other hand you know, my fear is that if I would not give myself like the time and uh, space to live out this calmer phase of my life, um, then I, you know, who knows, I might arrive at my 30s and like want to slow down at such a fast rate without really having like discovered that side of myself yet because I've just been like pushing the adrenaline side of myself and that leads to kind of like an imbalance and understanding like who you are how you work like what gives you energy what doesn't and you like this is just the way I see it but like it's almost like you break just the natural flow of life by categorizing your life in like these decades for instance yeah. and being like oh okay I'm in my 30s now like yeah. I have to be more like sh serious about my life and stable and yeah I was just gonna say it sounds like we want to do everything and explore all of the different parts of ourselves now yeah like if we don't do it now then like who are we gonna be 
Yeah. But it's like, yeah. realistically, we can't know everything now. We can't be all the versions of ourselves now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's why I really like um, when I see like old people that are just living their life to their fullest. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just see old people and you're like, hell yeah. Like, this person <laughs> knows how to live. <laughs> I, I want to be like that <laughs> yeah maybe you'll be living in your 80s and not in your 20s like yeah gross. exactly exactly that's <laughs> true what is you, Marge, one of your biggest challenges or is it like what you mentioned earlier I think yeah connected to what I mentioned earlier for me it's maybe like my perception of it is that my bubble around me does not really pressure me into mm -hmm. having to be something specific or do something specific in my 20s if I had to put it in a sentence, it's like kind of fighting this this perception that I'm chasing something, you know, that's like I'm running out of time and that I have to like get in that place of my career. Like, I don't know, yet yeah, still we had this conversation like a while ago with Angeliki also, like, would you ever take a gap year and things like that? And I still think that to, like a year has passed and my answer is absolutely not. Like I would never have the like, balls right now to take to, to, <laughs> the guts maybe that's more political <laughs> <laughs> to take a break with my path that I've decided yeah. since I was in fucking 10th grade and you know that I've been I feel like I live inside not as an 80 year old but as a like 50 year old who like has to have their shit together at an, at an economic level and at a like satisfaction in your work life at a also probably relational level fighting this fake perception that I'm running out of time <laughs> why do we do that is it like I wonder if there's like a biological element to it oh true that's yeah. such a good point because either in terms of just just biologically like we might not like I don't know we're programmed to like arrive at this stage of our lives and maybe like evolutionarily like when we would start thinking about reproduction mm -hmm. or something and then I don't know if it's because then we're women and we even have this stronger feeling of running out of time like I don't right. know if, if these things are connected but I think for me in a way they are like not only on a, on a reproductory level but when you were saying like uh, maybe my my like my golden age will be when I'm like my very adrenalinergic mm -hmm. age will be when I'm like 80. I had the immediate thought like, yeah, but will your body allow that? You know, like, yeah. right. So in, in a way, I think, yes, but like there is a biological aspect to this, but in our head, it's way bigger. It's like, I can't even like interrupt what I'm doing for like three months, you know? Well, and you know, I like, we are we also talk about like time and momentum and we are such social beings that because everyone else around us is also you know feeling this acceleration adrenaline this i'm i think most people in their early 20s or 20s in general can agree that like they're feel they feel like they're running out of time that kind of adds to yeah like this is the time for the momentum you have to use it now because if you don't use it now we'll like you don't know if we'll be there anymore it's kind of like a I don't know like a sunset you can't catch a sunset if it's already gone down like you have to go when the sun is setting yeah and so yeah I don't know that that that's a valid point that you brought up yeah 
what about you Luda do you know so I was thinking um of a, a big challenge for me and I think it's a little bit less like conceptual and general than the ones that you have mentioned I feel like a big challenge has been going back home after having moving after having moved out so I know that it's something that we all three can relate on um probably not everyone can but I think a lot of people, whether in their early 20s, mid or, or late 20s, when you go back home and you realize that family dynamics change and things change, and it's not even the dynamics change, it's just the, everything changes when you go back home. And I think as you're when you're a child, you have this like, you know, super idolized version of your parents that everything mm. they say is like dogma. Um, and then you start like in adolescence, you grow up a little bit and then you start to rebel, but you're still always with them. So there's still always that like that one big constant thing that mm. is there and that you will always supposedly rely on. And then you move out, you have this massive separation, you find your own times, your own habits, where you want to put things in the house, mm -hmm. how you want to do your groceries, like these very small things. And then when you go back home, you're like, oh, like that that's how I was living yeah. for like 18 years of my life and then now suddenly I have my own ways mm -hmm. it's not necessarily hard but it is a challenge you know do you relate I find myself like being um in a limbo between like really missing home and like mm -hmm. wanting to go back to my parents and also realizing that like not to be super dramatic but like your parents and your grandparents are not going to be there forever and like mm. living um far away from them and not seeing them sometimes is sad like I, I'd like to see them more often but then obviously living away then when you move back with them for a while and I, I think we many of us did it during COVID and stuff it's hard like for everyone I think it's hard for them having kids back at home and it's hard for us to like adapt to the family routine reminds me of the next question that wanted to ask on if there is anything that we would have liked to hear or we would have liked to know before our 20s that we think could have helped with our challenges and I'm thinking in terms of like you know having to move out and going back home that I feel like it's something that no one ever really mentions and no one's mm -hmm. ever really aware of and it's it is like a natural part of life so it, it doesn't necessarily have to be voiced but there are definitely a couple of things that knowing before would have would have helped. So I wanted to ask you guys the same based on the things that you have mentioned. Oh my gosh. To be honest, I feel like our parents are like in movies and stuff. There are a lot of things that they already do tell you, like your 20s, the time. But but then they fall into that narrative that we were saying. Yeah. Earlier, like <laughs> you have to enjoy so much. So then I wonder, maybe they are right. If they're saying it when they're 50, then... But they're saying that with, you know, being removed from that age. That's like, true. That's as if you were to ask us to give like an eight-year-old advice. I mean, about being eight. Like, it was a very long time ago yeah. that we were eight, relatively speaking. And <laughs> and actually, that's so weird. It actually isn't that long ago. But <laughs> what I mean is like your parents, when they give you advice about being 20, that's 20 plus years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like relatively, it's interesting because I mean, you can't measure based on years because it, developmentally speaking, like when you were eight, um, you're very much more different than between being 20 and 40. Yeah, yeah. But 
like still i mean you're asking someone to give you advice on a period they're no longer in and we tend to remember things um you know with with a tint kind of yeah, yeah on it and most of the time it happens to be either with a negative or overly positive tint so i think you know then that kind of leads to your parents giving you like kind of generic advice because that's what they might retain not to say that my parents have not given me good advice but sometimes i'm like okay <laughs> yeah and also your parents are not you you know so like yeah. uh, advice that it was maybe super good for them because I always I have like a list that I would that I want to keep like that I'm writing now that I want to keep when I'm when I have kids like of things that I've learned them that were important for me uh but then I also think like maybe these people these people who will be my kids will be like I can't relate to anything you're saying because that's not what's best for me well and also like there's the element of of what is the culture at the time that you were 20 I mean I think that's also kind of what separates us growing up in the current cultural economic environmental reality versus the realities our parents might have grown up in also if your parents grew up in a different culture than you did or in a different country or like, just big massive sudden events like COVID totally. yeah Yeah. we had that and I feel like that really also messed up our sense of time yeah we were talking about earlier totally and the sense of time that we've lost during COVID is just not comparable to anything else but what what was the question (laughs) it was about what you wished you would have learned yeah no what what do you wish you would have known before okay I think like for me, a big one is about, but I think, you know, this is also not necessarily something that I could have completely known. I'm not sure I could have been told this, or at least I don't know if I would have understood if someone would have told me, but the complexity of family dynamics and your relationship to your family and the overarching theme I think for me has just been like how to love like that has been something that has really changed or at least my my idea of it has changed um drastically from when I was living with my family and growing up to now obviously that's also kind of a natural evolution but I'm not sure like how to put into words the lesson or what I would have what I would have wanted someone to tell me, but maybe you guys can share and I'll find the words. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know if I would have wanted to know anything because I think this for, for a lot of people and for me personally is such an age of exploration where, I mean, I could have like, I wish maybe I would have started going to therapy earlier or like talking to people that means I would have been wise way too wiser way too young I don't know um I think it's a a very big age of exploration maybe the only thing that I still like tell myself is like to let go a bit of like this illusion of control over like what is going to happen and like you can plan what the future is gonna um, what your next steps will be that much because everything is way more 
related to like chance not chance not pure luck but like little things that you have never you would have never expected you know and that yeah. you have zero control on it in the end so maybe that's but I'm I'm starting to think that maybe this question is is a bit silly because at the end of the day I think that we have heard plenty of advice before mm. people have told us things have warned us or have said this is going to happen you're going to do this in this book it's not like we ever listened to that anyways and even if we have like the fact that we are in a specific moment of our lives right now it just means that we had to be in this moment now yeah. and it couldn't have happened any other way and even if that advice was given to us like like rightfully so it's only for us to live this experience on our own and then be like oh okay this is what my challenge is and this is what I'm learning but I don't really think that anything before would have mattered a lot or less. actually as you were talking I, I just thought of one okay. oh <laughs> <Ooh. and> then, <laughs> um I wish like you're right but I would if I would have realized that for myself personally like the people I surround myself with are way more important than what I do in my life oh my god that's so true a hundred <laughs> like yeah mm, yeah I could be studying probably maths and I hate maths but with great people and I think I'd be happier than studying psychology which is what I love with shit people same thing for my work same thing for the place you live in and so yeah like people are really what matter in your life that would have removed a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. no that's actually very true yeah that's funny I think um honestly I, I would say the same in this case because um, I've had to kind of let go of the notion that like I can control my entire um, life path and that has you know been a really great lesson to learn but like it's not the place it's the people and um, as someone who's moved around a lot and um, I'm sure you guys can also relate um, like you initially are very tempted by this novelty and like the new things you can discover and if you are someone who likes challenges and who is very curious and who likes to be independent then like you know it seems almost natural to just like throw yourself into the water and see what happens and I'm grateful for those experiences but at the same time you know now I'm realizing more and more like I can't continue sustaining my like, I'm going to call it nomadic lifestyle without having like support systems around me and people that I really like love and trust because in the end of the day, like they are the ones who provide me with a sense of stability and direction in my life more than my personal like academic or career choices ever could. You need that arena like provided kind of by the people you love to perform otherwise like it's almost like yes you know you can satisfy yourself and like fulfill your goals and chase your dreams and your purpose but in a weird way at least for me as someone who's pretty social like that without like having people around me that are I don't know that I could just like live my life with mm -hmm. that doesn't feel like that great actually so I I totally agree with you Monica I agree too <laughs> that was kind of like a nice ending note yeah very wise and like <laughs> I don't know that was very nice it's so just kind of reassuring honestly 
Because I also feel another part of your 20s, you know, is that you're kind of searching for a purpose or a place or like what your life means. And at the end of the day, it's actually really simple. It's just like surround yourself with the people you love. That's it. One hundred percent, or invest time in the people you love, like yeah, instead of true uh, burning out at thirty because you've like isolated yourself and put your whole energies into your career and in your yeah academic life and things like that. Yeah. Like understand how important it is, and I think this is also something important when moving around, like how friendships for me. I've become like less and less contextual like yeah I I don't care that I'm living in a complete a completely different life from a person uh that I've met like three years ago that if that person matters to me like they yeah. matter they add like a unique value to my life and I want to invest yeah. in that friendship no matter what I'm doing you know yeah. um I was thinking how like social media has played a role in this in our generation at least I don't know maybe it's something very silly and it's only for me but I I think like the past couple of years social media has played a massive role kind of like self-growth vibes of uh investing your energy and what you want to do and the people that you want to hang out with mm. and letting go of the toxic energies and blah 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 and <laughs> honestly I feel like it has helped like yeah one good thing about social media exactly. like obviously depending on your algorithm and everything but I feel like it went like hand in hand with the challenges that I was facing probably because my phone listens to me or something yeah but it did it does help in a way yeah but it's also very maybe precise about the way we I don't know how you because you know use your social media but like yeah I have made like a huge cut on the people we're following like I don't yeah. follow anyone and you're the only specific people and mm-hmm. I think that, that plays a big role in it you know that's true uh, but it could have the opposite effect and these reflections are so nice because I think I think a lot of 20 year olds have them like on a daily basis <laughs> pretty yeah. much so it's always nice to to voice them out and the whole like thing about time and running out of time and everything basically changing around us while we're also trying to change but also trying to say the same I have a an ending curiosity mm. um since we spoke so much about like challenges which is very valid um but I'm also very curious like in a nutshell what your favorite part about being in your early 20s is mm. that is a hard one <laughs> Nothing. honestly <laughs> it's so hard like I think there are many things I think yeah. there's like, just 10 like came up in my head already because we can all agree I think it's better than being a teenager like yeah and for me to say that it's already a lot yeah Ludo is a big romanticizer of the past so yeah exactly. oh me too babe <laughs> I was thinking for me, it's finding a way to maintain your inner child Ooh. as you go into adulthood. Heck yeah. At the beginning, these things felt very mutually exclusive, especially at mm-hmm. that at that point where I said there, there's a switch between like, I'm young and then like, oh no, I'm an adult and I have things to do and 
responsibilities and now I'm slowly trying to be like okay but these things can go hand in hand together how do you keep yeah your inner child which is like your childhood your dreams and that that part of yourself that maybe is a bit more like hidden in a way and then only the people that are really close to you might mm -hmm. know but how do you keep that alive while growing into the world as an adult I feel way more free in a lot of things like mm -hmm. um, more in tune with who I am and what makes me not necessarily like overjoyed of happiness but like at peace with stuff it is a period of your life where you're very lost in a lot of things but in in like your inner world I feel like you're I'm at least always more at peace and like more in tune with yeah. myself maybe like something that I like when I talk to my 15 year old cousin actually no she's turning 18 well but oh like, sense <laughs> <laughs> uh, of time I'm like bro it will get so much better like you'll feel so much better yeah. with yourself mm -hmm. like, yeah there is hope <laughs> <laughs> and for you Tazina I agree with with what you guys said like uh, for me it's this feeling of like being free in a way I think your your early 20s specifically are kind of like a bridge and I like bridges because you're 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 suspended between um like two possibilities and you can still go back and forth between them which is kind of nice and like you're in this middle point where you can you have a nice view and mm -hmm. you don't really know where you have to like where you're off to yet but you don't have to know and so it's really freeing and um, despite all of the like feelings of pressure that we mentioned I honestly don't most of the time like I don't feel a lot of pressure thankfully and um yeah, I, I I agree also with Marge about the the like peaceful feeling. Um, just like it's very like easy and peaceful. It comes in waves, and I just like, yeah, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, yeah. This made me happy, like the and cl to close it like this, yeah. like the, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I think with these nice and positive reminders to ourselves uh we can end the podcast here so thank you everyone for listening thank you Tazina for joining us thank you for having me and see you next we'll see you whatever however you can say it next time bye bye, bye, -bye. bye, -bye.